Thank you. Just waiting on Cynthia. Pardon? We'll give this a go. Yes. Just waiting on Cindy. <laughs> you might have to talk a little bit more into the phone because you sound a little muffled. I've got my earphones. Oh, yeah, I find that with AirPods or earphones, my parents always say that I sound clearer when I don't have them in. Maybe. Maybe I need the most advanced AirPods. They seem to be um, a little. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know how people can have those tiny little AirPods in and go to the gym and do all these push-ups and sit-ups and they don't fall out and they can hear their music. I don't know how they do it. Uh, I have I've had bigger ones, but I've got tiny little holes, so I have to get smaller ones because otherwise I'd be running and they fell out all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, here's Cindy. Hello. Hi. Oh, you're connected, Shireen. Woohoo. For how long? <laughs> so she just sounds a little bit muffled because she's wearing headphones, but um, I'm sure that we can still hear oh, her. All right, okay. All right, so yep. hi everybody, and welcome to episode twelve of our Dance Trilogy podcasts. I'm Miss Kelly, and we have two special hosts today. We have Cindy. Say hi to the listeners. Cindy. Hi, listeners. <laughs> yeah, and then we have Shireen. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we don't have Jenny. Um, but we will still go ahead and we'll talk about all things um, dance, tap, our new routine, um, maybe Valentine's Day, how our weekend's going to be. I'm going to leave it up to you girls. I've got my lollies. I've got my natural confectionery lollies, which are my fave. And I'm sitting here with Drover. And um, yeah, so for the next 30 minutes, I hope you guys enjoy their conversation. And yeah, let's go. So, oh no! <laughs> oh, not again. It's fine. We, I'm going to post this anyway because it's, it's fine. So, Cindy, what's your val- what does your Valentine's Day look like? Uh, probably quiet. I might make my husband a like a homemade card, which I usually do. Oh, um, oh yeah. And then uh, we'll probably have a special dinner after our dancing session on Monday night. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. For those of you that don't know, Cindy, um, is it is it crochet or yeah? Is yes, crocheting. You did the um, the butterfly for me. Yes. Yes. So that was lovely. I was having a down week, and oh. I I got a lovely butterfly. So that was nice. Um, I think Jed and I are going to we're going to do something different than other people you know how some people for their first valentine's day they put on a collared shirt and they they go to a fancy restaurant and yes well we're kind of doing the opposite and we're going to chuck on a pair of jeans maybe go through a drive-through junk food place and then we're going to go on and watch scream six the horror movie in Walk. <laughs> oh 
Oh, I see. All Just, right. Well, that'll be a, a different Valentine's Day movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit different. Yes. You know, some people might watch Gone with the Wind or, um, you know, a, a, a rom-com or something like that. But, or the, yeah. the Notebook. The Notebook. Always makes me cry, The Notebook. I've never seen it. Ah. Oh. Well, I watched it on a, on a plane. Oh. Uh, and then when I was trying to explain to Robert, my husband, um, the movie that I'd just watched and why I was crying, I cried again. What? Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Yeah, people say that it's a great movie, but, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't yeah. watched it as yet. That's very nice. Hmm. So how do you feel about your new routine at dancing? Well, I think it's great. It's very... Uh, boppy very fast and um i i'm practicing at home so i should be an expert soon <laughs> shireen do you like our new sort of like jive routine that we're doing at dancing yeah i love it great something different although that's still my number one <laughs> yeah i like it i really do like it something different for a change yeah and it's like you you're not having to concentrate on making the right sounds with your tap shoes as long as you've got the right movements. Yes. We won't give up on the tap, though, because we've worked oh, quite, no. quite hard on the technique over the few years. Yes, yes. So well, Shireen, you know, you set us a challenge and we, I think we rise to it. Absolutely. Shireen, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Shireen, are you there? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm not quite sure where Shireen lives. If she, you know how sometimes places like Calderwood or places like that don't have really good reception. Yes. Yeah. She might be just in a bit of a dip somewhere. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So, what are your plans for this weekend, Cindy? This weekend. This weekend, we basically have a free weekend. Mm -hmm. So we we're not babysitting our granddaughter. Okay. Um, or visiting our uh, rels in Sydney. So it's nice just to have a bit of a sleep in and walk up to the shops and get the papers and spend the days reading the papers. And um, I, think, I think we're doing some cooking this afternoon, so that'll be great. Okay. What are you cooking? Um, we're making pizzas for dinner. Oh, wow. Um, and then I think we're exploring um, gluten-free, dairy-free, uh, egg-free cakes for our uh, daughter-in-law's birthday in a couple of weeks so that we can, you know, probably have a bit of a practice of that. Yeah, practice. Yeah, that's a bit of a challenge having to avoid all of those things. But when Shireen comes back on, she'll be able, she might be able to give me some tips because she's all those free things with food that's true and do you find your recipes on the internet yes yes we um we follow the bbc good food uh website so there's some good things on there um and yeah just little things that you know we come across maybe on you know on facebook or um, yeah. in the paper or something like that so yeah Oh, that sounds nice. Hmm. So, Cindy, you've got a, a pretty, not, not big, but you've got a great and amazing 
dance background. Can you give the listeners a little bit of your highlights of your dance career? Oh, right. Okay. Um, Put you on the spot there. (laughs) Yeah, I started dancing when I was about four. So I did a little bit of a Stedford work when I was in the under eight. Then I have been um, doing jazz, ballet and tap for many, many years. (laughs) I uh, travelled around from town to town because my father, uh, with with his job, was moving a lot. So we had to find a dance teacher who taught the right syllabus in each town. So I've gone through all of my um, ballet and tap exams up to, you know, teacher level so that was when I was before I left high school and then when I left high school um, I did a dance major at university Mm -hmm. or college in those days so then I was actually able to teach dance mainly in primary schools but you know things like the heel and toe polka and all of those and even though you know other teachers teach those I think I sort of you know like insist on the right techniques and things with the kids. Yes, um, I agree. I choreographed and taught um, Rocker Stedford items and um, uh, dance festival items. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was the challenge with um, some students out in the country, out past Griffiths, who hadn't really had any dance experience, but were always wanting to learn, you know, a little bit more dance. Uh, our rock, one of our Rocker Stedford items we had it was mixed boys, you know, boys and girls, and they were boys who traditionally played AFL, but they were quite happy to be in our items. So that was great because we needed, you know, some strong guys to lift the girls up, and yeah. you know, <laughs> so that was great. And um, the mums in that country town made the costumes and the kids would come over weekend and paint all the backdrops and everything so oh. it was a real community community based uh, experience for everyone and then we we traveled by bus uh, Wagga to participate in the competition and um, so we had it was a big day out for everybody so it was great yeah so so I'd sort of continued from you know when I was four right up until I guess, present day still dancing so yeah that's so great long time <laughs> that, that is a long time but I'm it's a long time for me too yeah hi Shireen welcome hi. back I'm on the computer now <laughs> See if oh, can I, be better. we can we can hear you much clearer <laughs> oh I was over it <laughs> that's fine so Shireen what's your dance background uh Unlike Cindy, I didn't dance when I was young, um, but always wanted to. Uh, My sister used to take Latin American dance um, lessons and was on Pot of Gold. Uh, But I think one child was enough for mum with all the, you know, hot pants and making all the costumes and stuff. So I just got to watch. Um, And I remember her many years ago her teacher had a pair of red tap shoes left in his studio and he gave them to me and so that was my I mean I loved tap before that but um that was my realization that I could actually tap with tap shoes rather than 
driving my grandmother insane on her plastic mat in the bathroom tapping which made lovely tapping sounds and she'd be saying get out of the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) so it was like a sign yes and then I had a bit of you know because you weren't allowed to do it on the floor I think we probably had seagrass matting so um we she found a piece of um masonite I think it was and so I used to drive everyone you know mad tapping around um on that um and I still had that love until I could actually catch the train or be dropped off on a Saturday morning when both my sister and my mum went to work. Um, so I took um, tap classes, but because I got there so early, the teacher used to um, let me get on the end of the bar and do the ballet classes um, until tap came. So <laughs> I um, have always loved ballet or tap, not not jazz so much. I keep thinking I've sort of got left feet there. Um, <laughs> And then I used to catch the train home, um, but there was no train, like it was from Padstow to Reevesby, but I lived at Picnic Point, so I had a long uh, walk from Reevesby to Picnic Point, but, you know, I just had this love of darts, but, yeah, I would have liked... That's dedication. Mm. Yeah, would have liked to have done it when I was little, but, um, Mm. you know, I love all the costumes and, um, yeah, all of that's always just fascinated me. Loved the... um, you know all the tutus and things so when i had my first daughter <laughs> guess what she got pushed into <laughs> <laughs> all the estedfords all because it was me re, you know living vicariously through my poor daughter um well so yeah, yeah. But well, st- steering away from dancing just for a moment shireen um cindy is making um some what did you say Cindy gluten-free dairy-free something for well our granddaughter has all of those allergies so we're having a little practice for for her mum's birthday cake for a couple of weeks that needs to be gluten-free dairy-free and egg-free wow as a birthday cake so (laughs) I feel your pain I do feel your pain trying to find something that tastes good that's gluten-free. Mmm. And often they're quite sweet, aren't they? They're sweet, but their history has been very tasteless. So, you know, you've, you've got yes. that cake or you've got whatever. And, you know, we were talking about this the other day. Someone said about, you know, gluten-free pizza bases. And I said, yeah, mm. traditionally they've been, you know, just soggy and not very good. But I said Domino's makes a great one now. It's um, um, out of... Um, sourdough to sourdough crust and it's really really nice but yeah it's always been hard oh, okay yeah. but they are they are making things now but it's very much more expensive than the general stuff yes yes they've now discovered you can actually yes. taste in with the gluten-free so yeah oh that's, that's, funny that's a bit that. novel isn't it yes that's yeah why yeah. Don't we that and we had dominoes last time. night did you have the um, gluten-free crust? <laughs> no, we actually splurged and just got like a pepperoni and some garlic bread and some chips, and we thought, you know what, it's the weekend. Why not? Once in yeah. moderation. In in moderation. Yeah, you're allowed to have That's... one um, cheat cheat meal, not cheat day, cheat meal. That's what it is. Yes. 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 Okay, so let's go to do you girls read do you have a favorite book that you could tell the listeners i don't have a favorite book but i do read prolifically okay 
and it'll be biographies or um, yeah, it's just whatever takes my eye. Um, if I read the back of it and it take you know grabs my attention, then it's good. But if it, it doesn't grab me in the first three lines, it gets put back on the shelf. But I do have an e-reader now, so I can sort of download. Um, but it, that's never it's always in my bag the e-reader. Okay. What about you, Sid? Uh, yes, I'm a, I'm a big reader. Uh, we borrow from the um, library and I also have a Kindle that I um, I updated uh, a year ago. So when I finished a book, they said, okay, now buy this one next. So that's a bit of a temptation. But um, I really enjoy reading historical fiction. Um, you know, I like the fact that the author has done lots of research and um, is able to put that into a into a story. One that uh, I really enjoyed a couple of years ago was The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Okay. And so the author had uh, actually interviewed the man who was the tattooist and then she, uh, the author, built up the story um, around all of his anecdotes and the way she's you know the way she actually became friends with the this man and how the how he felt that he had to tell his story before you know he passed away because you know no one else would listen um but that was a that was a really good one i really like um hearing about those things even though it was a very sad period in history but um just to have a you know an insight into you know some of the things that that happened there and um you know know that you know hopefully we would never go back to a period in history like that but yeah i like those and i but i also like um the you know the rom-com type um books like so the sophie kinsella books and um got on to another one a little bit like that who you know you think oh she's never going to meet up with that guy again and then by the end of the story it's Oh, funnily enough, he was just waiting in that field <laughs> in Italy. So, <laughs> so kind of intriguing. Yes, yeah. So. Okay. The can you both? Can you both song. sing? Oh my gosh, no. Mm, I was in the choir at school. But... Yeah, I was too. But you know that you drowned out by everybody else. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. no, no EP or no albums coming up for you girls. No, we're leaving that to you. Um, no, not not at this point in time. I don't think that's on my my wish list. So <laughs> I do play the guitar. I used to play the guitar when I was teaching at school, and um, you know we'd sing along to you know John Denver and people like that. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if your partners were to sit down with you and say, "I'm going to watch a sport," what sport? do you prefer to watch with or just even on your own whether it be football basketball netball swimming diving what would it be i'm really hitting you girls with the hard ones that would be a no sport no armchair sports whatsoever okay um, my husband is a great armchair sportsman um but if i was held down um, and threatened with, I don't know, a cattle prod. Um, I wouldn't mind watching like the gymnastics or ice skating, something like that. Um, but yeah, definitely not football. I just glaze over. Yeah, it's mm. terrible. Mm. Um, well, we're in 
uh, a fantasy league for the AFL. So that's coming up very shortly. So we're pretty well glued to the AFL of a Saturday afternoon and, you know, looking at not as bad as our son-in-law, but looking at, you know, all the points that we're getting and rising up the ladder. But yeah, I think the, the AFL, and I've seen a couple of live matches. It's not actually what goes on the field that you can see. It's things that happen on the sidelines and in the you know in the background. Um, but yeah, I, I think they have a real skill. AFL players, mm. especially the AFL the women's, they're yeah. they're incredible. The way you know they they can catch and you know just yeah just be able to be so accurate with kicking and things like that. But I do enjoy watching swimming when swimming's on the at the Olympics. So. Um, or, you know, just to championships and things like that. So, yeah, a um, lot of training goes, a lot of training is behind a lot of those sports. So, yeah, mm, I do appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Our kids were big swimmers. So, I know what you mean by that sort of, you know, six, six o'clock starts and yeah, late in the afternoon. So, hmm. hmm. Um, family vacations. Shireen, if you were to take your family somewhere, where would you take them? Funnily enough, I spent three hours on the phone yesterday to Carnival Cruises. Um, oh, what? And we're all booked in, so that's seven cabins, um, to uh, Morton Island um, in 2024. Well, I went to Morton Island. You'll love it. Yeah, so the last one I did... Um, that I got everyone together, well, most of them together, was um, to Tasmania, and that was in 2018. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that, very excited um, about, you know, it's only gonna be four days, but, you know, who cares? So um, excited about that. That sounds great, really good. Cindy? Uh, well, when our kids were little, eight and 10, I guess, uh, we took them to Disneyland, the original Disneyland in Los Angeles. And I know that our son has a, um, a little account, which is his, his daughter, our granddaughter's travel account, so that when she is about that age, that um, he would take her to Disneyland. So I would hope that, you know, being the grandparents, we'd get an invite as well. But yeah, it is a, it's a magical place, it really is. So um, yeah, Disneyland. Yes, it really is. I've been to the same one that you're talking about, and mm. it, it is the most happiest place on earth. Oh, it is! It's so incredible. It's but don't don't get stuck on the uh, "it's a small world" ride because. Oh my that, gosh, that's what I was just about to say. Because the song <laughs> gets stuck into your head for about. That's four right. Weeks. You can't, and then you keep singing it all the way around. So. <laughs> my mum's gonna laugh at this because yes, I used to sing it all the time after we went on the ride, and she's like, "Yeah, can you please oh, stop?" Yeah, it's drives you crazy mm. Mm. Right, um shireen would you rather wash dishes mow the lawn clean the bathroom or vacuum i don't mind um housework actually um so i've already just before getting on here i've already whipped through the house and cleaned the the bathrooms and toilets and everything so i don't really mind that um the lawn mowing is my husband's domain very you know traditional you're outside i'm inside um ironing is not my my thing but i do like my clothes ironed so it's something i have to do i like don't outsource I like that the, i like the steamer i haven't got one of those just your traditional iron but um 
yeah, he's a coal miner, so he, no clothes having to be done except for his weekend stuff. So it's not like I have business shirts to iron. So I should, I guess, I should be happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Cindy. Yeah, we're about the same, Shireen. This... We had, you know, the the garden. I do a bit of helping with, but definitely not the lawns. And and I really, I don't would say I really enjoy, but I don't mind, you know, cleaning the bathrooms and doing the floors. It's a real sense of achievement to sort of think, well, oh, everything's clean. Now, don't move anyone, you know, don't make it dirty. Yeah, yeah I just had my cleaner leave yesterday and everything is all nice. So drovers not allowed to move, speak, oh, no. breathe, blink. No. De definitely not. So Shireen, what's the most proudest thing that you could think of your career, like the most biggest accomplishment that you've had from your career? Um, completing my master's in palliative care, but that not the actual qualification, it's actually working in palliative care. Okay. Um, and although you can't change the outcome, um, that person is going to pass, unfortunately, you can make a difference in their lives and uh, it's really strange but us palliative care nurses um, say uh, if we can get a good death and other people will go that's weird you know how can death be good um, but when you can't change the outcome um, but you can make their passing as uh, stress-free as pain-free um, you know as possible that mm. that to me is a huge accomplishment um, and that mm. that looks very different for every family um, and it's, you know, building that rapport with the families as well because uh, everyone's sort of new norm becomes coming in to visit their loved one, you know, every day or multiple times a day. But when that person passes, uh, basically, you know, the room gets cleaned out, tidied and it's gone. But for them, that was their new norm. So it's, you know, trying to facilitate some sort of um, because our job unfortunately is done once that person passes but you know the family gets left with what do I do now oh. um, you know although that was a horrid new norm that was their new norm and they had some thing to look you know not look forward to but they had somewhere to go and be and do of each day and now that that's been taken away from them they often fall in a heap so it's you know trying to um, build that rapport and you know support them because mm. you know when that time comes all all the support is pulled from them and unfortunately there's even when I was working in community palliative there's there isn't anyone there there should be but there isn't anyone or any service that provides help for the loved one that has been you know looking after the person there is no support for them it's just everything's pulled and you're like wandering around like what do I do now so yeah, my greatest accomplishment is working um, and getting that good death ending for people. Oh, that's great. Mm, that's really nice. Really nice, yeah. All right. Well, um, we're coming to an end, but I want to ask a couple more questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about your partner makes you laugh the most? Oh. That should be easy. It is. My husband has all these stupid little stories all the time, um, which I just roll my eyes at, um, you know, and I just humour him. He just makes up these real crazy, crazy stories. And I go, really? 
<laughs> is that what you've got? Um, so yeah, um, he makes me laugh. Okay, Cindy. Mm. Yeah, I guess that probably, yeah, about the same with my husband. He, um, you ask him a question and then you, you think, mm, is this going to be a sh the short version or the long version? And then, you know, half an hour later, he's actually, you know, got back onto the topic and, hmm. So it's, it's probably not so much laughing with going, yeah, rolling eyes and going, hmm, okay, here we go. <laughs> I think mine would be, and he's going to kill me for this, is um, Jed is against getting new glasses. Well, he, he's, he's going to get some soon. But um, if I was to hold some fingers up with his glasses off and I go, how many am I holding up? He can't see them. He goes, seven? I go, no. Wow. And four. And it's sort of like a game I play for my... For, for my amusement, mm. <laughs> yeah, a bit embarrassing. Yeah. All right. So before we log off, um, let's go back to dance trilogy. Um, uh, I don't want you to say what you like about Miss Kelly the most, but what about dance trilogy and the family and the concerts and the costumes and the the music and the classes? What do you really enjoy about doing them each week? Well, I think you can sort of, you know, step out of your comfort zone mm. and it's a comfortable sort of um, atmosphere and environment that you don't have to worry, you know, oh my God, what if I make a mistake or, you know, that's 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 the really good part about it. It doesn't, doesn't matter if I take a step wrong, no one's going to, you know, wrap me over the knuckles or <laughs> anything like that. So um, I know sometimes, Miss Kelly, that we, you know, can probably be a little bit frustrating teaching adults, but um, you know, you don't look like you're frustrated with this. <laughs> well, I'm not. That's an, that's the honest answer. I'm not. I don't drive home in the car going, those adults, they don't listen. <laughs> what about you, Shireen? I think um, because obviously I've been at other um, previous dance ones and even when I first came down here before Dance Tril Trilogy took over, mm. um, we weren't taught the techniques and that was very frustrating for me um, and when I first came it was a, a hugely huge big um, thing but everyone was mucking around and I just wanted to actually learn you know it wasn't a, like it was fun but it wasn't a joke um, and I always got stuck on the end and the music had finished sort of halfway through and it wasn't played again for me so I just like oh how embarrassing I'm stuck half across the floor so when you took over and you started the you know doing our technique and picking us up on that that I really enjoyed and yes sometimes it's frustrating for us because you know like I we can't do what you do <laughs> um, but you are very um passionate about what you do um and we just have a laugh when we do stuff it up and um <laughs> we keep going so you know you're learning stuff but you're having fun and it feels more like you know it's a family thing rather than that real um like I don't feel like I'm just a number like I feel like I'm actually part of the dance family so mm, yes. and I I enjoy when I mess up as well and you two don't do it, you, no you do it correctly <laughs> yes. and I get embarrassed because I have to copy you two because you're getting it right and I'm having a tough week <laughs> but we so. have a laugh that's that's you know yeah that's right we enjoy it but we're learning yeah. that's right but I am mm. looking forward to some you know really nice costumes once COVID pings yeah. off yeah um, 
because you know like i said the costumes i just i love that look at all these ones um mm. so yeah i'm looking forward to some um non-covid type yes safety costumes yes. <laughs> yeah glitz and glamour not the token just the dance trilogy graffiti tights and yeah, but, you something know. a little bit more sparkly. Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay, before I do the outro, um, is there anything you want to ask each other? Oh, no, I think I chat long enough with yeah. Shireen while yes. we're waiting. <laughs> All right, well, that's our episode wrapped up, listeners. Um, you can um, download this on Spotify, Google Play and Apple Podcasts. I'd like to thank our hosts, Shireen and Cindy. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Thank you. And I hope everyone has a great day and we'll see you on the next one. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.